0: Hello and welcome to music podcast for the month of August, 2023. I'm Levi Pack, and with me is the Sultan of Seal Beach, Jordan Opry.
1: Hello, nice to be with you. Yeah, on video <laughs> also, this month, and
0: also with you. Oh yeah, yeah, a little behind the scenes. We're just, you know, they say it. They say it helps with the, the chemistry, the realness. You yeah. know, just trying to insert some realness.
1: Dude, I know. I I feel like. Uh... That was some feedback leave I had for me after last episode, so I, I just uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Just one one of the notes.
0: Uh, this one is of the false. few notes. This is not true. One <laughs> of the many notes, unfortunately. Yeah, one of
1: the many notes. But no, good to see you, man. Happy Labor Day.
0: Yeah, yeah happy Labor Day. Uh shouts to uh workers.
1: Yeah, workers. Shouts to unions. Yep. Can you say that? Are you allowed to say that? We're moving on, bro. We're moving on.
0: <laughs> um yeah man i i gotta say dude i know i know you've had a busy couple of weeks and um i caught wind that you might have visited uh a zoo recently bro and i just kind of i also uh visited an aquarium up in vancouver so i kind of just wanted to compare notes kind of see what the vibe was dude how, how are the habitats you know what kind of um <laughs> who do we see you know
1: dude you know the san diego zoo um just a great a great zoo still haven't been there since I was a child um, mm. but you know it was busy it was a Saturday it, was, it wasn't too warm um, let's see I think we saw we saw all the heavy hitters the highlight um, for my group was the elephants um, <laughs> for my group <laughs> yeah, yeah we're doing uh, okay uh, the smallest member of our party he's learning elephant noises uh, okay he has learned so. I don't know if, how how this will track over audio, but we'll say like, "Oh, Miles, what does the elephant say?" And he'll go. Pfft. So he was <laughs> yeah. he practiced. He was calling to yeah. them, um, but no the facilities were great. The food, um, you know, it's it could be better, but I think that mm-hmm. was my only note for the San Diego Zoo. But hmm. so you were this is the Vancouver BC Vancouver
0: Aquarium. Aquarium. yeah. Tell me, I, I wanna, I've never been. I went across the border, familiar. yeah. It was, um, I gotta be honest, man, it was mid, it was mid and and some of this, it it may have been by my own, um, my own sword here, but, uh, we showed up, the zoo closed at five. We showed up at four, maybe just before four. Right. And we're like, we're not, you know, I'm not going to be, I got, I don't have a kid to shepherd around. Right. And so I can be in and out. Right. I'm I'm going to the 20 minutes. And let me tell you, I, I did see it all in 20 <laughs> minutes, mainly because there just wasn't that much to see. The, the exhibits were pretty like it seemed like there was a lot of a lot of the footprint of the zoo was dedicated to like interactive stuff that was at that point shut down. I was never going to do the interactive stuff. Right. I get the sense a pretty fun destination for kids. Not so much for me, um, <laughs> a, just a sort of big kid, if you yeah, will. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound but, like fun for anyone. Uh, well, from your there were some kids, there suddenly were some kids screaming and running around, doing their thing. But um, there was, we exited the, the zoo to the outdoor portion, and you, as you're like walking up the stairs, you hear what just sounds like just the world's rudest man belching at the top of his, you know, lungs, the top of his gut. And, uh, we cruise over and there's just these big ass fucking seals. Um, <laughs> and, and like, it was cool to see them. Right. But they're just like, yeah, they were, they're out of the water. They're chilling with each other. Um, yeah. I'll drop, I'll drop a pic in the description yeah, for for anybody that, that wants to, to, wants to see. Um, I'll, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm going to show it to you as well, but no, it was, um, it was fine, you know. It was just generally fine, but I think that I maybe have been spoiled. I think there's some okay aquariums in the in the Pacific Northwest, and so check this out, bro. Check these canoodlers, bro.
1: Damn. Um,
0: yeah, we're right up. Yeah, we're right are up big on there. They're the large large lads, and they're making lots of noise. That was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to see, uh, I don't know, something big. And the biggest thing I, I would say that be, the seals were big. I also like seeing the jellyfish, jellyfish mm-hmm. that they, they're they're cool seeing them do their thing, sort of undulating yeah, and throbbing a, through, the, through the pond. Yeah, they're yeah. Did, did Miles enjoy the?
1: No, I mean, not really. I, I did. I'm mm. I'm the fan in this situation. Yeah. But
0: in, in my adult years, all I want to do is just like trip balls and go and like just yeah, watch the jellyfish. jellyfish do the thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just, uh, um, yeah. Dude, sounds like you need to go to SeaWorld to see some bigger animals. Not to you I, know, if, I if only to I had a connect in
0: California, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hey, yeah, fly down. We'll go to SeaWorld. Um I think morally questionable at this point, but yeah. still fun for the whole family. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> totally. There
0: there there's there's a family on one side of the glass having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn. Yikes. Um <laughs> Hey, well, yeah, if you see the Vancouver Aquarium, just yeah, step on the gas. Yeah, yeah, you just go there. yeah,
0: keep going. Uh, visit the seawall, plenty to see, plenty mm-hmm. of great shit, but uh, yeah. Um if if our pre-show discussion about zoos and aquariums is any indicator, kind of a light month for for music. I I was talking to Brielle about this. I was trying to think about why and I think that there's a couple reasons that come to mind. One, songs of the summer, they're behind us. Mm-hmm. You know, those are coming out early spring, midsummer, right? We got Planet of the Base. It already happened. You know what I mean? I don't know if you, did you catch any of the Planet of the Base stuff?
1: I have no idea what you're
0: talking about. Do, yeah. Don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry about it. <laughs> the bit's dead. Uh, it's just kind of a Twitter micro joke. It's not worth explaining. I'm going to explain it a little bit. This dude <laughs> was doing this, like, throwback, like, Euro, you know, oh, yes. techno Night sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But then they, like, opened for the Jonas Brothers after the duration of the bit, and just the whole audience is like, the hell is it? Like, who is this man, you know? Um. And it just was a good reminder that, like, bits on the internet don't really transcend the internet. You know, something yeah. can be as big as big can be, and it can uh, fizzle out That's in the moment yeah. once it yeah. reaches a real day. Yeah. Um, but anyways the songs of the summer are behind us and no one's wanting to release like fall music in August, right? Cause you're kind of still in that summer mode, right? And so it kind of makes sense. I feel like there, it was, it was release light. Um, at least that's how I felt. Uh, well, and so I only got, I only. I heard, a yeah.
1: lot of, I heard a lot of new releases that were not so good. Let me tell <laughs>
0: okay, you. Okay, okay, no, well, I mean, I think we'll circle back to those. <laughs> we'll start with the good yeah, yeah, and we'll end bad. And then we'll maybe, yeah. m- maybe also end with some honorable mentions, but yeah, I, it was, it was kind of released light. I think that there was a, for my first pick, like there was like a surprise album that like I was pretty pleased with. Um, that yeah, I, I may have just missed promotion for it or whatever, but, um, Toru came out with a new record. Um, and is a record called it's actually uh it's an album but it's it's pretty short it's ep length it's called sand hills
1: my old highway exit looks so much
0: the water tower still looks the same What if the town runs dry and no one else needs us Another power outage in the rain I woke up, gosh, this was like last week, right? It was right before we were uh, we were going to Vancouver, um, and woke up, saw this, uh, this had dropped, uh, on, onto uh, the, the dead oceans label. Uh, I think like his last record as well, Mahal from two years ago. Um, and, uh, maybe just last year actually, I think it was just last year. Short thing. Right. And immediately there's some things that are coming up for me when looking at it. Um, it is clearly tapping into this, like, uh, Southern kind of like, um, rural, you know, vibe that is an immediate hard left from kind of stuff that like, uh, he, uh, he's been coming out from, uh, coming out with in, in the, in the last couple years. So, so something that I like has been really interesting to notice about Tori Mall generally is that like, obviously, kind of a trendsetter like a part of the like he's kind of a a father of, of chill wave you know um he's been around he has i would say that he has his he's been pretty genre defying like over the course of his uh of his musical career and and i'm generally a fan of all of it i really like what he puts out i i generally just love his voice i like the way he writes songs i like when he collaborates with folks I think he's just generally got a really solid he's very solid and consistent. That being said, there's like this very interesting phenomenon that I've noticed with him, especially uh since his album that came out in uh in 2019 Outer Peace. Yeah, uh it really crystallized like a sort of jump that he made from just like somebody who is interested in just making music, having a bigger sound, like whatever to like getting better at marketing this sound, right? I think the first Toro We Ma record that I really got into was 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 Boo Boo, which was the twenty seventeen mm. record. Um and that was like, you know, it was a it was a it was down tempo, it was chill, but it was like it wasn't that far off from stuff he'd done in the past. And then Outer Peace embraced this like kind of like housey, four on the floor, disco drive kind of sound. obviously not all of it, you know, like I think about like the you know, there's a couple great features on that album that, that, that kind of defy that sound, but generally that's kind of what it's going for. And you see the music videos, they have this, like, I can't keep up with the times, you know, tech integration with technology kind of vibe, you know, into Mahal, which is, uh, this like very, like he bought what's called like, Uh, I believe he's called a jeepney. I forget what the model is. It might actually be called a Mahal, but I I might be totally wrong there, but it's just like a really classic looking jeep. And it was all about like the promo for the album. He like, uh, there's this long doc or this mid-sized documentary that he filmed with like Eric Andre, just talking about the record and talking about his career, all this stuff. And it's like, kind of like, I don't know all these aesthetics. Right. And then, you know and on that record he's talking about like I can't keep up I'm, I'm staying in the loop I'm trying to stay in the loop all this stuff and then there's this new record that comes out and you look at his Instagram and all the photos are cleared it's just him in denim on denim with a button up shirt and a like a, a camo hat you know carhartt vibes he's got boots on all this stuff and the truth is what i know about him is that i believe he's from i believe he's from north carolina i might be i might be wrong but he's from he's from the south right he's from there right Mm -hmm. this is a sincere turn right like this is a turn to like something he knows not not that he can't you know play in a space that he's not from but it's just so interesting to see like the aesthetic hopping right to the point that when i first noticed it my first thought was just like it's he's just chasing a sound right he's chasing Mm -hmm. a vibe he's chasing authenticity what i will say is I think it's a super authentic EP. I like it a lot. I think it feels super real. There's song there's a real heart to the songwriting. It feels uh like there's a real nugget of, of truth and uh there's a there's conversations about just his identity as like a you make know, me kind of a softer, you know, you know, musician type person. There's a there's a, a track that I believe it's um sidelines where he talks about like I remember coach tried to wear us down, you know, then he goes on to say, but I was thinking about my sixth string, right? Like those, this is, these are heart-filled lyrics, not unlike the artists that we've talked about in the last couple uh, months. And all said, I like it, right? But it's just nestled with this very interesting, like marketability to his sound that I, at least at first kind of rubbed me the wrong way. But um, yeah, I mean, I, obviously you've given it a listen. I'm kind of curious how like, it hit you, and and, it, and if this stuff has come up for you at all as you've uh, kind of just listened to him ambiently throughout the years,
1: yeah, I think like similarly to you, um, my first like real, it, like listening experience with Tori Mall was "Boo Boo" as well. Like I had heard some of this stuff before, but nothing that really stuck could with me. How you not? Um, right. And then yeah, as like I, I don't want to repeat everything you just said, but yeah, kind of watching him hop between genres and sounds and, and experimenting with many different things. I think that is really impressive, like for an artist to do that. And I, I think there are some of his albums that I prefer more than others, but I think overall, like he does put out pretty high quality uh, records, which is, you know, to do that in so many different ways over the years right. is is really impressive. Um, and this to me, like I was curious, right? Like it did feel I think learning more about his backstory kind of softened my view of this, but it, it felt a little like, because this kind of sound and aesthetic feels on trend right now. Like, um, so that was my first like critique of it is like, ah, like we're really doing this too. Um, yeah. cause there's, there's a little bit of twang, like alt country kind of vibe mm-hmm. that has maybe historically been associated with like parts of the South, but maybe is more associated now with like uh, shout out to Bushwick um, and, and other areas
0: <laughs> blue of color of stolen valor, yeah, yeah. you know, like Shout I'm, I'm my, wearing the camo Crocs, yeah, and yeah, you yeah, know, I got my
1: hydro mocks, my my. <laughs> well, now hold on, hydro are cool. Sorry, I think sorry, some sorry. people on this call Ooh. would say those are cool. Sorry, uh, um, no, hydro are safe. Uh, my my $250 Detroit jacket that's uh, uh-huh. worn in, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. pretty worn Yeah, pretty worn. Uh, yeah, a lot of work has been done in this jacket. Uh, <laughs> But no, I was, you know, I was skeptical to say the least. Um, yeah, and I think given the context and and Chaz's like experience and upbringing, not that I know a whole lot about it, um, I did enjoy it. I think it's like it didn't really like move me, um, but it's just like, yeah, this is this feels like Tori Ma, and I I enjoy it. I can like, if you like, I know a lot of people really love like everything Tori Ma puts out. And, I think you're gonna like it and i yeah i enjoyed it um it gave me like slight like alex g vibes in like a Dude, good way totally um totally super fun i i like the sound but but yeah i think it, i i was just kind of left like yeah okay like that was that was cool um but i had no idea it was coming out and i had no idea about right. like this whole kind of like lead up to it so it sounds like you were kind of just shocked by it too like
0: Totally, That's, and please, yeah. right? So, like him yeah. having an album come out last year, it's super surprising to see it happen. And I think to your point, it's just like much like a this. It comes down to a philosophical thought, right? And I think at the end of the day, the musicians I love, I want them to feel comfortable and f- and be paid and supported to make the in- the music that interests them, right? I am not saying that like he you know, he's like a sound chaser and is not like yeah. the, the, the he's not authentically interested in this and to your point like he, you know, he's all the it, it all it's all good, right? I respect someone uh, it's an artist I followed for a long time is uh is Andrew Bird. And what I love about Andrew Bird is that he's kind of just in his own lane doing his own thing. And I think that he's like had peaks and valleys and, and and waves of popularity with certain albums and certain songs and certain collaborations, but he's got a core sound. And I think that I'm always going to want to the artists that I love to feel comfortable, even if it's just the same thing over and over, right. To just make the music that interests them and that feels sincere to them. Right. Um, And, yeah, you know, when he when he writes about like, I can't keep up with like what the latest trend is. I'm like, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it because I'm going to keep tuning in the the EP drops. I don't I don't recognize the aesthetic. I don't recognize the cover. I don't recognize the sound in some ways. I don't care. I'm tuning in because I Mm -hmm. care about the artist. Right. Um, And I think that in this moment of like. It's it's all about courting audiences and courting plays. And I, resp- I absolutely am sympathetic to the plight of the modern musician, right? Of just like, that's, I mean, you work at Bandcamp, right? You know this, right? This is, it's so real. Like artists, it is so hard to get paid. You see like TikTok is launching their own music streaming service, right? It's just like, it's dicey. It's rough out there, right? And so... All, all, all that being said, I get it, but I think I just, there's a part of me that just wants people to just be able to do what's what's cool to them and yeah. call it good, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel you. It's like, I'm sure really difficult to, to make that call of, or try to like, I, I think to that point, like this in particular, this release in particular probably feels a little more, or, or, or at least to me, maybe a little more complex, right? Because especially given, I think, yeah, being from like, somewhere in this or yeah north carolina um and i'm sure being like present with that sound and but also like if he had put out like another chill wave record like would people would i have been happy i don't know it's like yeah, but i don't, I don't know, know i mean that obviously doesn't matter that much it's just um yeah interesting to think about like yeah um but yeah he, he's a hustler for sure like very cool yeah. to to be consistently putting out music at least once a year i think at this point
0: 100 percent sorry about that uh we just took a quick little break uh to problem solve for some audio issues but now we're back if you heard a uh, difference in your recording no you didn't so jordan i think that you were about to tell me about your pick (laughs) for the month
1: yeah matt cut i don't know what you're talking about uh yeah but yeah my my pick this month is uh it's a long one um Public apology to to Levi from several months ago when Levi picked a four hour long album for us to listen to because I made him listen to something that long this month. But it's uh, DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ's destiny. DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ, is—they're uh, an anonymous duo. Oh, fuck, where are they from? Canada? No, London. Um, and they put out sample-inspired dance music, akin to the Avalanches, and maybe slightly less removed from our friends Daft Punk, um, Heroes of the Pod. But yeah, this this record caught me by surprise. I had heard about them actually in the past. Um, I think they put something out in 2020 that, that blew up a little bit. Um, Charmed, was it? But yeah, I didn't give it a listen and uh, I knew little about them or, or kind of this character or or persona um, that this duo has. Um, but it seems like they have quite the universe of in their discography and their website. It's all very bright and uh, maybe 90s inspired um, visuals and sounds Um, but yeah I guess just to be to put it plain this is like a dance or house album it's it's very long it's four hours but I've kind of approached it like an extended mix and have revisited it at different times Um, and it is sample inspired and I think what intrigued me about it is a lot of the samples seem to be from like the early 2000s or 90s or from an era that at least to, to me doesn't feel that long ago. But I guess that's just like getting older um, and like thinking back on this this time period. It, there there has to be like a Spice Girls sample somewhere on this. Yeah. Um, but it's super fun. It's just like a journey through dance music, um, like through a, through like a plunder phonics lens, which is just almost all sample-based. I'm sure there's some um, production that they do, but there's plenty of crate digging. Um, It's all very, like, soulful and lively and just, like, just really fun. The transitions are clean. There were several times listening to this where I just, I would, like, look at my phone, like, oh, shit, this is, like... I've listened to three songs. Um, Like, it's really hard to tell when the song changes. Um... But yeah, as a project, like it was stood out to me the most. Um, I think, and I, maybe this is just the nature of it being a, a dance album because I don't listen to a whole lot of house or dance music. Um, and apologies if, if I'm equating those two things incorrectly. Um, but yeah, it did get a little, like it's a little long. Um, I, like I wish it was a more compact. I think I would enjoy it a little more, but. Yeah. But I think the length and kind of how vast it is has allowed me to, like, revisit certain parts of it. So I'm sure, like, as the year goes on and I, I keep listening to it, I'll, I'll probably just enjoy it more. But it really just feels like a specific flavor of dance music that, you know, still happens. But I think on this scale um, and the cohesion of it all is just really impressive. Um, so, yeah, curious what you think, because I know you are familiar with them more than mm-hmm. I am. Um, or, ha- or have been, but, but yeah, what did you think? Did you get through yeah. all of it? Like it was, yeah. I barely I, got through I, all of it. I think to be I honest. did.
0: No, much like you, I, I kind of like broke it up into like multiple, um, you know, sessions. Right. And I think what's so interesting about it is like, yes, it's so long, but there's almost this like, and this is no like insult to, um, DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ, but like <laughs> it has like. I would describe this as like largely like an exercise in like interesting like texture, you know. Like it is, it is so, and clearly it's very like carefully made. But it's just like it's just kind of like putting on a vibe. I don't know th- this th- when I first heard DJ Sabrina the Teenage DJ last <laughs> year, um, there was this feeling of like it's kind of like what music in a dream sounds like. There's not a lot you can actually grab onto. There's a beat, right? There's like words being said. There's not really hooks. And I might be totally wrong there, but like I can't think of a single hook, right? There are like things being wrapped and said and sang, but it's almost like what if you cut a million ad libs and, and like used them all to make a record, right? Which is just literally like I think what it is. I truly am just left with questions about like, how the hell do you make this? Like ambient music, for example, is like, okay, you take a a sound and you drag it out for like 15 minutes you're gonna have like a baseline interesting texture to work with right this shit sounds like a Folgers commercial at one point and then sounds like kids bop and then sounds like Disney channel and then sounds like Porter Robinson and then it's like it's like a complete like it's impossible to wrap your hands around it in a way that is like so fascinating um I've not really listened to the the avalanches much um but like yeah I'm I'm Kind of obsessed with this sound. It's a very particular mood I kind of need to be in, right? Where it's uh-huh. like sunny day vibes or kind of like chasing sunny day vibes, you know? But like, yeah, it's so good. It makes me feel, it makes me want to like jump on like a like early 2000s PC and go to like an AOL homepage and like see what new like fucking. You know, go to like Cartoon Network's website and like play some games. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's so, it's weirdly transporting. Um, but yeah, it's 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 so good. I loved it. I don't even know when. Like, I'm pretty sure I got through all of it right, but there's there's just so much, and it's like hard to even find the beginning of end of it, and, and yeah. until you are just like phone stops playing, you know, and so. Yeah, dude, it's, I, I love this pick, and when you, I think we both kind of were belaboring like picking albums for this, for this month, and when you're like, it's a long one, and I saw that <laughs> goddamn name, you know, <laughs> um, which, you know, disclosure, disclosure, it's called Destiny, you know, I just gotta make sure, just make legally, <laughs> yeah. no relation, we do no have to relation? disclose this, yeah, 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 <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it's, um, it's so good, yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah, loved it. I, and to your point I think like conceptually I was really intrigued like the execution is very it's very well done but I think it's more like when you were talking about not feeling as many hooks I think like that avalanches record which I would highly recommend listening to since I left you um it's a similar like execution it's a lot of old samples but that's more disco inspired explicitly um But it feels like a clearer message, if that makes sense. So I think when you mentioned that this is, it feels more like a vibe, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Um, It's like you're dusting off like an old CD player or you found like a flash drive in the mud or something and you plug it in and and that's what's on it. Um, So yeah, I would definitely, I think trying to sit and listen to this super intently wasn't the right way for me to do it, which is usually how I try to do this. Um, But yeah, this is more like when you're moving or like Levi said, when you're, going out on a sunny day or or wishing it was sunnier um, throw this shit on it's super fun I'm sure you'll hear something that you have heard somewhere else um, or that feels familiar Um, I feel like parts of it sound like Skrillex and then it transitions into like this I I, I don't know really bright kind of cheery like I I don't want to say cheesy because that's like cheesy in a non-derogatory way like it just sounds really sappy and like I don't know like a um fuck like you want a level in like super monkey ball or some shit like that just like really <laughs> yeah bubbly. Um, i kind of want that sometimes, it's just fun know? yeah it's just super fun um clearly inspired by some yeah some uh music duos that have come before but i think in a really exciting way um
0: yeah one thing that there's moments of just in the entire record um it gives me tinges of i and i mentioned porter robinson but a a mix that porter robinson did back in 2021 maybe it was 2020 actually um uh, at the uh the his his secret sky performance it basically was an augmented dj set right this stuff was just like mixed together right but he he debuted new tracks during that right but all of it, the, the, it's all songs you would know, right? The 1975 is in the mix. Um, James Blake and Bon Vera are, are in the mix. Um, but there's something about the, I don't know, just taking something that maybe wasn't meant to be as, as danceable and, and making it more danceable, stitching it together, moving it together. I, it sounds like such a lame take to be like, to hear a D- what sounds like a DJ set, and they're like, Billy sounds like Porter Robinson. But it just does. There's something glitzy and glammy about Porter's sound that also feels present here. Um, but I don't know. DJ Sabrina, the teenage DJ, is just a lot cooler, in my opinion. It just feels more underground. Even though, if you look at their socials right now, they're like fully just like courting the melon, right? They're just like making <laughs> a bunch of just like uh, <laughs> I know fucking that. Fantano engagement bait. Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> editing him into. Um, like their album cover and stuff it's oh my god keep an eye out for that that's hilarious but in in the opposite end of the spectrum i think is is my final pick um in terms of like being completely incognito but i don't know maybe not this album is called neo 7 by a band called 703-863-4357 be thinking to yourself that sounds like a phone number (laughs) and i got news for you buddy it is this is the artist's phone number neo gibson is the name of the artist they've put out a few things over the years they used to have a different um alias that they went by i'm not remembering what that is off the top of my head but they yeah changed to this uh more anonymous looking but much less anonymous actually name which is just a string of numbers that is their phone number um and yeah i'm i i i heard of this record i think because i honestly because i think pitchfork had written a review about it or whatever and i was just kind of feeling starved for like music this month and checked it out and man it's just phenomenal i, I realized that i would actually heard them in the past and potentially it was when they were using a different name i'm not entirely sure but Um, it is a, this in particular is, um, much more akin to, to what I had heard from them before, which is just a very light sort of like, it's not super textural. It's just kind of like sparse electronic ambient music. It's, I would say the only reason I would maybe say it isn't ambient is because like, there is a quite a bit of structure to it in terms of just like singing hooks, right? It just feels like it's more on like the spectrum of like extremely mellow, right? And like sort of iterating on a particular musical phrase or theme. Um, And uh, when I first put this record on, I was like, "Uh," like, I don't know what this is. Like, it was just what sounded like white noise. And I will say, if you're gonna listen to this (laughs) record, there's a bit of a jump scare, I think, in the first track and the final track. That kind of pisses me off. Like, I kind of get it, but I'm also like, bro, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm listening to white noise. I'm like, is that a wave? And I'm turning it up, turning it up, and then I get fucking screamed <laughs> just at by blasted, a blasted, Yeah, of... dude, I, I'm just not like, I, uh, it's fine, but it's just like, not, not super fun. But once you kind of crest to that, it has an interesting effect because you get past that and you kind of come into this like walled garden. And, yeah, it just sounds like this, like this beautiful, soft, electronic, you know, pond, right, that you're kind of, like, walking through and hearing some, like, quiet musings from this this songwriter. And, yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. There's not a ton to it, right? It's a pretty short listen. Um, but I have found myself putting it on over and over uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, yeah. Um, Yeah, it's great, you know, working music, background music, um, dinner music, evening music, very quiet, very serene, very peaceful, and kind of reminds me of um, some of like Malibu's project DJ Lost Boy, right? In the ambient space, but maybe with a little bit of structure to it. but yeah really, really nice. I, I really enjoyed this and it really so, what's so fun about keeping pretty religious playlists over the last couple of years is like I can go back and see that yes, I have saved this artist in the past and like it is a similar sound that I liked from them before that I'm hearing again and it's like okay, maybe not everything from them I'm going to like but I'm going to I really want to continue to you know seek this artist out but yeah, curious how it hit you as somebody who also enjoys amb- ambient music you know and sort of the quieter side of electronic music.
1: I mean, we got to talk about the jump scare. Because you it's did tech, bad. when you, you sent me, when you sent this to me, you're like, hey, by the way, there's a jump scare. And I like, I was like, okay, noted. And then when I sat down to listen to it, I forgot you said that. Oh, no. So I had like a. Yeah, you had like a, just gotten miles down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got my tea. I'm like ready to go. I'm feeling zen. And then, oh, shit. You're like the like, no British <laughs> dude. like, oh, my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think other than that, and that was just, that's just more like funny at this point. I don't think it sours it too much now that I know like when I can turn it back up. But I think the, the tone of like the synth is really pretty and it's a nice, it's very warm. And um, I think for an evening, like tonight, it's like perfect to throw on um, and just kind of like mellow out and fade into it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the use of, I don't know if I'd say dissonance, but there, there's a little bit of, um, like, harshness to parts of it um, mm. that felt unique and, like, interesting. Um, I think it, with ambient music in particular, it, it's difficult to, like, because, I mean, you can only iterate so much, right, until it's, it's not ambient or, or do something... Right it depends on what you're going for but to me like i want ambient music to to like relax me and and kind of get you into an atmosphere and invite you into this space um and it does that super well so it's uh yeah i liked it overall i think um i still need i'd like to listen to it a little more um just to really like sit with some of the sounds and i think i I don't even know how i would describe it uh yeah
0: there's like a very interesting like deconstructed sound to yeah. like almost like a we've behind the curtain a little bit. We've been experiencing some like te- some audio issues like this recording this episode and like there's this feeling of like there's a very particular sound that degraded digital audio has. Um, and yeah, I think it it really reminds me of that. I'm kind of desperate to find uh, I listened to a record last year um that really kind of takes advantage of the sound you kind of hear it in some like drain stuff some like drain gang like you know Hmm. um sound right where they're like definitely just playing with with pushing what digital sounds like right and playing with like you know um very specific things about the medium um but yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time remembering remembering who exactly that was. I'll see if I can find it.
1: Yeah, I, if I, I think can, I'll, it is I'll drop like it in the description. But yeah, distorted, yeah, um, maybe that's what I was looking for. Um, like taking this really warm tone and then distorting it towards the end and adding this layer of noise almost. Right. Um, yeah. So it kind of takes you out of that headspace of like what typical ambient music might do for you. Um, which is intriguing. I think, right? It, it just—it's it, cool to like hear something refreshing like that, because um, it's hard, right? Like to pick or to like hear ambient music that's like minimal synth, warm sounding. Yeah. Because um, I love. It just ends a up feeling
0: really intimate in a way, you know. Yeah. Like it has like a very intimate, like particular touch to it you know that i think I yes. think is really cool and i find that i i really chase that right i think about like i don't know i don't think everybody goes to ambient music for the same thing right and so like like i was thinking about that you know um and again this is like it's on the border i think i don't even know right these 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 genre subdivisions are so porous but like um yeah, I don't know. I, I just was kind of thinking about, like, what am I drawn to generally? Like, why is this keeping me, you know? And I think some of that is, like, yeah, there just is, feels something very, very, very intimate at the heart of it that is um, – and some of the close audio and very quiet s- songwriting and singing that happens on the record is also mm-hmm. just very much in that space. So it's kind of, kind of no surprise for me. Look, man, I think that this is enough glowing. It <laughs> seems like – you kind of you you walked into the pod with a couple of with a couple of stinkers on the dome. Oh. Talk to me.
1: Yeah, man. I got some some dishonorable mentions this month. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, as we discussed, like August, and I think you made some good points. Like I'm seeing a lot of releases on my calendar for September that I'm excited about. August, I I had to, you know, do some crate digging. I had to mm-hmm. I had to really scrape. I I, I was a bottom feeder this month. I love that. And bro, when you're at the bottom, you find stuff that belongs at the bottom. Okay. Um, And I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to like put any particular artist on blast. I think it's more like culturally where music, because you know, everything's cyclical, right? Um, I think there's right now, like a lot of inspiration being drawn from like, sounds of the 90s and now we're kind of like, like DJ Sabrina the teenage DJ, I think, moving into like early 2000s, cause that was like over 20 years ago at this point. Um, but yeah, I got two. One is, speaking of trends, um, it was this like more mainstream country artist, you could say, but um, maybe more of a singer, songwriter, folk edge to them. Um, I was like okay a lot of people are you know liking this Toru fuck this guy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to name names uh, <laughs> we might have talked about it earlier but no, I was like you know if, I'm always intrigued when a lot of other people enjoy something like okay like what, what's going on here and dude it's just it just reminded me of like the er, like late 2000s early 2010s like head in the heart kind yeah. of like who like, is this? Um, it was Luke Bryan.
0: Luke Bryan.
1: Was that it? Uh. Yeah, man. I don't know, bro. No, I don't. No, no, that's not him. That's not him. Luke. Luke No, no, no. no. That's not Luke Bryan. Looks like someone who might
0: disappoint.
1: No, dude. It looks like, uh, you know, Dougie Poole. Have we talked about Dougie Poole? No. Zach Bryan. Zach Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan, self-titled. Anyways, dude, it was... Maybe I need to listen to it again, but, like, yeah. I was just left, like, damn. Are we really cycling back to... Because then right. I just started thinking of, like, when we were in college, skinny jeans and flannels, and I got yeah, my... Yeah.
0: So I mean, I'm just... I'm worried. Happen, right? I'm worried like, for the
1: culture, yeah.
0: I mean, the... Yeah, the... Uh there will be a there will be a reconsideration for so many for so many artists you know there will be a moment to say hey maybe maybe the lumineers never stopped being good and maybe maybe imagine dragons kicks ass you know but you gotta you gotta draw your lines somewhere bro you
1: gotta draw your lines somewhere we
0: don't have to be nostalgic for everything
1: i know that's kind of but it's gonna happen so i'm just trying to get ahead of it and so that was I, I one think
0: that, i think that we've been pretty we've tried pretty hard to be like accepting about uh just new things but i think you know i think it's okay to be like zach bryan the head and the heart I'm we're good right. yeah we're I'm good, good. <laughs> I'm, we're, it's had, okay
1: zach it's okay like you know it's it's totally fine um, i was
0: actually at a, I was at a coffee shop in west seattle today and i was like or not today uh yesterday morning and I was like, oh, this is really giving me, like, 2014 Seattle vibes. Neighborhood coffee shop, right? We're getting single origin brews, you know? This guy's got a lot to say about the way the coffee's washed, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, I'm kind of in stout. Like, this is okay, you know? Yeah. And the uh, the guy proceeded to have, like, a someone who was, like, interviewing or doing a working interview come through and hearing the way the guy was talking to him and just like the way this dude was just really serious about coffee. I was just kind of like, you know what? I feel like there's been a little bit of a decline in like coffee culture. That's okay. Let's let it go. I I just have been feeling that as well. Like it's all right. You know, we don't need to, we don't need to berate the guy for being 15 minutes late and then ask him to watch a uh, (laughs) coffee making video on Vimeo. You know, like we just don't need to do
1: that. Shout out Storyville Coffee Roasters. <laughs> shout outs,
0: <laughs> shout outs. Fucking, there's just there's so many shops. Not anymore, bro. A lot of them are gone. Shout outs, Mirror. <laughs>
1: shout outs, Mirror. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I'm sorry. With you. What it's, was number
0: two? What was number two, stinker?
1: Oh, number two stinker was. Uh, oh, this one was tough. It was it was tough. It was uh, like a. Like Bruce Springsteen meets Fallout Boy. Oh. But not good. <laughs> oh.
0: I mean that doesn't really sound that
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I just like I'm trying, you know? I I, yeah. I try to keep my ears open to everything. Right. Um and it's just not for me. I think that's where yeah. I'm left. It's like this is hey, you know, if you're into this, I love that for you. Uh, <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> But no, I I tried and it's just, there's some, yeah, you can't, you can't win them all. First of
0: all, being a hater is a full-time job. Second of all, it is a disappointing month. I think we just need to accept it for what it is, right? We're recording this on September 4th. We're moving into bigger and better things. We'll see what my picks are for next month. One Oh Tricks Point never has a new record coming out, which I'm stoked about. There's a, you know, there's a couple of great things. I also was really disappointed. I honestly haven't even given it a listen because I've been so bummed about it. But oh, the no. Earl, Earl sweatshirt and fucking the alchemist, you know, no. uh, who, both of whom I talked about on the podcast last month, they put out a record that they've talked about doing for a while and it's like an <laughs> NFT album. And I'm like, bro, what the hell are we doing, bro? You know? And so anyways, I, I, it's okay. We're, we're putting the disappointment yeah, yeah. in a box. We're putting it on the curb. Trash is coming, picking it up. We're moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah, Thank I will you. say before we're out of here. Turnstile and Bad Bad Not Good, their little EP that was covering mm. some songs from their last record. Phenomenal. It's just put it on. It's like mixed well, right? The songs flow into each other. So good. Can't recommend it enough. Not super worth talking about here.
1: I, I mean, think it's I just a little I'm short. About it. Yeah, I think it was just like a little three short. Songs. Yeah. Really it's cool. fun though. Yeah. It was Check cool. Check it out. I like had no idea. That was not on my bingo card. Yeah. For, it, for they, um,
0: Turnstile had a, they did a tiny desk concert where they played um, mystery. Yes. They play mystery in like a sort of like down tempo stripped down kind of way with like a, uh, it's like a word surge, some sort of like chimey, you know, keys really cool it sounded great and i was like this is dope and it kind of i don't know where it started maybe that hadn't been in development already but it kind of just feels like they took that sound and expanded it to the entire to, to an entire ep seems like maybe they have like new vocal tracks from like Devonte Hines of you know blood orange fame which is cool too right and so it's just like there's a it's there's a lot there i think it's fucking great and like i think we're gonna be listening to a lot of jazz as it starts to get darker and darker and darker uh-huh. um but uh yeah any any <laughs> Any honorable mentions for you? <laughs> no, none. None? Th- there's a record you picked. I will say there's a record you picked initially that I did end up listening to. Oh, that yeah. That I yeah. liked a lot.
1: Eves and uh, Eves and Javi. I don't. What's it called? Do you have it pulled up? Uh,
0: it's called In Search of a Better Tomorrow.
1: Yeah. That's a cool, like, um, Eastern inspired jazz fusion record. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. I think uh, I just. I don't know. I, I felt like DJ Sabrina was, was so vast for us.
0: Yeah, totally. Um,
1: but yeah, it was really Still cool. Still super like, uh, worth putting on, I think. Yeah, I would definitely check it out. Maybe we'll... we'll do that and too, the art's but... cool.
0: The art has a very distinct vibe to it of just like, almost like woodcutty, hatchy, detailed, you know, illustration. It's just like chunky Microsoft Paint, you know, uh, raster art, which I think is really cool.
1: Um, yeah. yeah, very cool. Really fun. Yeah, it's like this... Uh, almost in a similar vein of uh, like a collaboration between like a UK jazz outfit. And then I think they're, where are they from? Pakistan? I don't remember. Um, but like, it's a collaboration between these two artists. Um, the percussion is, is nutty. It's so good. Um, into it. it. Yeah. So I thank you, you know, let's end on a positive note. I think that was my honorable (laughs) mention. Um,
0: you know what, last week we were full, Maybe, 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 we, maybe we got a little bit of appetite left, but we'll we'll go into September. We'll come back with some gems. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna refresh the the inbox right now. I don't think I don't think we've got any emails. Um, so if you got an email, we've set it up. If you got an email, if you got a burning question, send us an email at please all one word, the only music podcast at gmail.com. We'll answer it. We got you. Live. Um,
1: yeah, live on air.
0: Live. Uncut. Uh, well, not live. <laughs> we'll read it. It will be recorded. It will be live at one point. Yeah, yeah. And then it will go uncut into the Uncut though, emails.
1: right? Yeah, yeah. Uncut. Uncut takes.
0: <laughs> Un- uncut takes. Well, I mean, that's, it is the music podcast after all.
1: Yeah, that's true. All of our um, takes are uncut. Except the cutting that we had to do tonight.
0: Yeah. Except for the, <laughs> m- the much cutting that will have to occur. Yeah.
1: yeah. That Levi um, will have to do yeah uh, after his day job we're learning we're shout having out fun levi.
0: <laughs> shout out levi yeah my man's really putting in the work um something to look out for i'm hoping to and uh, maybe this will be this will push me to do it i'm gonna put a uh sourced 14 hell yeah um as as summer turns to fall um just talk, just uh, with some music probably probably stuff we've talked about on the show but also just doesn't have to be – it isn't necessarily newer tracks, right? Um, probably about an hour long. And so we'll be putting that out later this month. So look out for that if you're interested. But, um, yeah, I'll put a link to that in the show or where that might be or just generally my um, Mixcloud profile. But, yeah, send us a question. Um, share with your friends or don't. <laughs> Live your life. I'm not your
1: dad, but I do love you. That this podcast is 100% father. 100%. Yeah, we, we are not your dad, but we are dads. Fathered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not. A, well,
0: I'm doing I'm the heart hands. To the, yeah, I'm loving that. This is the, this is what you don't get. This without, is why we do the yeah a voice.
1: I'm a, sending a, out heart listening. hands to Absolutely. everyone listening. Levi is too.
0: If you're hearing this, just lift a heart above your head. Yeah. Just. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna polish off this cinnamon tea and. Figure out how the fuck to edit this podcast. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Music podcast, big love. Peace. Regardless. Nevertheless, I'm full. (laughs) Good night. Bye.